Hey homegoers, welcome back to the Homegoing Pod. I actually hate the <laughs> I hate the term pod because it reminds me of this silly show I watched on Netflix during the pandemic, and it was called Love Is Blind, and it was this oh find the love of your life show blah blah, and you know how they'd sit in these pods with adjoining walls and you'd speak to the person on the other side of the wall, and you've never seen them, and then they'd fall in love with the pod versions of each other, and then when they finally meet. They'd realize several months later that eh, it's it's not gonna work. It was such a dumb show, but I think I watched it in one sitting. I don't even have shame. I just I I just liked seeing it. Also, Happy New Year! I'm not sure if I'm pushing this Happy New Year thing since we are three, I think three four weeks into the new year. But in Kenya, we have this thing where um, you could meet someone who you haven't seen since the previous year, and let's say you're meeting them in March of the new year. And you'd still be like, Happy New Year. So you know what they say about old habits. You're just going to have to bear with me. Anywho, what better way to start the new year than by deconstructing yourself? I'm not really one for New Year resolutions. But what I do instead is I write out five, six things that I want to improve on or that I want to start in the new year. And then I give myself an achievable timeline and then what I do is I circle back every now and then and then I just see where I'm at where I stand what my progress is and sadly even after doing this small small work like this I still fail I don't achieve anything apart from like one two things on the list but hey I still keep the list because I want to go and bumble with the big boys in Dubai on a yacht like a material girl psych so as I was writing down this list of mine this year i realized that all the goals i wrote out were hinged on me figuring out who i really was and that knowing myself was the only way i was going to achieve these goals we are constantly existing in this constant state of balance between our former and our future selves sometimes one version of self takes precedence over the other for instance um a version of self that is rooted in trauma or bad practices can take precedence over the version of self that is a healthy human being who meditates, you know, journals, blah, blah, blah. And more often than not, these versions of ourselves function to our detriment um, because whether you're showing up in a version of self that is rooted in trauma or bad practices from the past or as a version of self that is constantly working to better yourself in ways that are hyper-functioning, um, which is actually not sustainable, the end point of these versions of yourself is usually the same. You have a breakdown or you get physically or mentally exhausted. So then why is it so hard for us to just be? Why can't we just live in the present and embrace who we are and where we're at in the moment? I sound like a yogi, but you know, you get the drift. I think I found the answer to this in this book I recently started to read. And the book is called The Body Keeps Core. The title itself encapsulates the contents of the book. And I think I describe the book as a pseudo-scientific, pseudo-scientific only because it, there's a lot of scientific terms from like a standpoint of a therapist. Uh, so I described the book as a pseudo-scientific trauma 
trauma self-help book yeah that's a mouthful but anyway and your body keeps score of every single thing that has been said or done to you that's the premise of the book so think about it why do you do things a certain way what is something that you do as part of your daily routine that you just do because you don't even know where it came from you just do it right uh how fast or slow are you to anger do you fear expressing distaste at something or someone do you have a constant need to please or to be praised this is all a result of something you saw you heard or something that you were taught in your childhood and every person at some point in their life comes to a place where they start to question these habits or any other tendencies that they have in their lives and they start to try and trace the root of these things so are they able to choose whether they want to break or build these habits and when this happens that's when you know you're reaching a place of self accountability and i think that's the greatest level of accountability accountability to self because you report to no one and you and only you monitor your progress so if you're not going to improve only you know you'll be lying to yourself no one's going to come check you no one's going to have you know a track record of what you've been doing it's just you so as we came to the end of 2021 i realized something about myself that i believe has always been lurking in the shadows i've just never been aware of it and that is my lack of boundaries I struggle with saying no and I struggle with hurting people's feelings even though I'm a bad B I I really struggle with just hurting your feelings and I came to this realization in the most profound way one ever could It was in seeing other people operate within their boundaries without a second thought on how I'd feel or um what would happen to me or how it affects me and i'm like wow how can they just do that when i go all out and i go above and beyond and i extend myself my friend you're not mahatma gandhi just chill but anyway i used, i realized this you know in seeing other people operate within their boundaries or even reinforce their boundaries towards me and i'd get offended right um but in getting offended i also realized that i had to set my boundaries and i had to start to reinforce them strictly because not having boundaries was affecting me and then i had to think about what boundaries looked like to me and even though it's only a couple of weeks into the new year i think i'm doing i think i've started off quite well because now i think what's going to work for me boundary wise is only giving what i get back and although i know there's this notion where we're told especially from a cultural perspective because you know in Kenya we're told just give even if people are bad to you even if no one's checking for you just give or just do and keep doing good to others and it will come back to you and will come back you know tenfold and i've been doing that i've been operating with that notion in my mind and i'm burnt out i'm actually burnt out emotionally physically i'm so burnt out i'm actually taking a break from work for the next couple of weeks because I'm so burnt out. And that's when I realized my boundary has to function from a place of reciprocity. So in functioning from a place of recipro- reciprocity, my giving will be done wholeheartedly and I won't have any f- hard feelings towards anyone. 
So I'm talking about giving someone my time, be it on phone or in person, giving someone the opportunity to rack my brain or even um, get my advice on something or my opinion on an issue. And I do all this. I now do all these things, but I do it from a point of reciprocity. Do you give me your time? Do you remember me on special occasions that you know you know are important to me? Do you listen to my issues? And in setting out this boundary and writing it down, I also realized that a lack of boundaries relates directly to you not caring for yourself. Because how did I get to the point where I'm emotionally exhausted? How did I get to the point where I'm mentally burnt out? It's because I just lacked boundaries. And why? Because I was neglecting myself. And this all ties into knowing who you are. The more you learn who you are, the more you know what you want to say yes to. And setting clear boundaries is an art form. It's the art of choosing what you want to participate in. As someone who has never had boundaries at my big age, I also want to talk about someone who's on the flip side because I could see how the person on the receiving end could struggle with accepting this. Especially if you're, I'll just use myself as an example, if you're someone like me who has never had boundaries and now you're setting them, people are used to you not having boundaries. So if you're setting them now, it's not going to be taken kindly, right? Uh, but I think the focus when someone is communicating their boundaries to you should be on the fact that they're not trying to push you away or they're not trying to be mean to you. But instead, they're trying their best to keep you in their life in a way that's healthy to them. So if you feel resentful that someone is setting boundaries, you need to look within and suss out what fears you have. And these fears may be rooted or they may be tied or linked to um, feelings of rejection, feelings of abandonment that you have just not worked through. And then you need to work on not personalizing someone else's boundaries. It has nothing to do with you. It's their boundary. It has their name on it. It has nothing to do with you. So... Do the shadow work, and most importantly, rest. Rest so you don't get burnt out. Just rest. That's my word for the year. Rest. Say no when you need to. Celebrate the small wins. Set boundaries. Set clear, concise boundaries. And lastly, forgive yourself. That's the end of this episode, and I'm going to see you on my next one, where I'm going to have a couple friends Come on the podcast. We're going to do like a month of four different episodes with my friends. So you're going to get to uh, hear from them. And I'll see you on the next episode of Homegoing. <laughs>